and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program host and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by TCN TV Network Incorporated. Due to the social nature of this broadcasting channel, videos may contain content copyrighted by another entity or person. The TCN TV Network claims no rights to the said content. TCN TV Network cannot be held accountable for the copyrighted content. TCN TV Network is a messenger and sharer of information and strives to verify but cannot warrant the accuracy of copyrights or completeness of the information on this program. Good morning, everybody. We are live uh, here at the MyTCN Studio Network in uh, Brampton. Uh, thank you guys very much uh, for you know tuning in today. Last couple of weeks we've been off. Uh, first week uh, I was uh, up in Collingwood and got uh, uh, for a buddy's bachelor party. Actually, lots of fun, lots of fun. But at the same time, uh, too much uh, enjoyment of the sun. I had severe sunstroke. Uh, leading up till about the Wednesday after the weekend. And then the, the next week, uh, we had my birthday party and uh, Revel's five-year anniversary. Um, you know, I don't talk about Revel a lot on the show uh, just because it's mostly about the guests who are joining me. Um, but, you know, Revel has been around for five years, and in that time we've had uh, five brokerages open up with our latest in Brantford, Ontario. So it's a boutique brokerage that's growing fast. I think we're up to 140 agents uh you know we've been growing like crazy um so uh you know we went out and we um in niagara on the lake there's a uh there's a, an airport that uh you know does shuttles from toronto and um you know what we we went out we took a plane we enjoyed ourselves stayed in toronto for the night and uh you know so we're back this week and this week i've got kevin breitner um he he joins me we've been facebook friends for a while right we've been talking back and forth uh you know about various different projects that you've been doing so introduce yourself my man yeah well thanks for having me andrew uh as uh, andrew said my name is kevin breitner i'm a a realtor uh an investment specialist in real estate um, yep. anything from residential to commercial we specialize in retail plazas pre-construction was the old day but no, it's um, it's great to be here, yeah. and uh, yeah. So we, um, I guess, mainly I'm a realtor. That's the best way to do it. An educator. Yeah. I like to teach people what they don't know about real estate investment. Yeah. A lot of people understand the residential side of it. It's very simple and easy to get. Yeah. I have a house. You have a house. We all need a house, and we see it appreciate <laughs> yeah. in value. Uh, so we go and we buy a secondary house. And yeah. We rent it to somebody, and we know that it's going to appreciate. But in that situation, you're now a landlord, mm -hmm. and the Residential Tenancies Act is yeah. what has all the power. Uh, we are at the beck and call of the tenants. We have to deal with all the T's and T's, the tenants yep. in the toilets, all the 3 o'clock and the <laughs> phone calls, and all the headache that goes along with yeah. it. Um, so there's got to be a better way, right? Right, there is, there <laughs> is. And, and passively, so that you can have things taken care of for yeah. you. So what we like to introduce to people and show them is the other side that people don't really know about mm -hmm. because it's not as common. It's more expensive, right. so it's harder to get into, and that's the commercial side of real yeah. estate. And so that's why you, uh, 
you know, decided to start your own brokerage, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the name of the brokerage? Uh, Core Real Estate Services Inc. Um, is our brokerage. Well, so that's where Cressy comes from. There you go. Okay, right? so, not all right. bad. I was like, uh, that's not your last name, Cressy. Yeah, so C R E S I. C A is the website. Yeah. Um, we have uh, a group of companies underneath the core umbrella. Uh, we do development, mortgages. Um, oh, no way. Yeah, they raise funds um, on the different side of things. But us at the brokerage, the real estate side mm -hmm. of things, we are like yourself at Revel, a boutique brokerage that can yep. do everything for somebody that they need done in the real estate uh, market, but with white glove service and more yeah. uh, hands-on and customized to the individual mm -hmm. client. Is that is that uh, pretty common in the commercial investing space where they have, you know, maybe their own brokerage or sorry, um, like mortgage section of the brokerage or? Um, so... Lenders are lenders and there's yeah. companies everywhere. But what our mortgage side was done was from a few years ago when syndicate mortgages were very popular. Yeah. They were um, raising funds for different developers then and in mm -hmm. the syndicate mortgage. And you needed to have a mortgage yeah. license to be able to provide a syndicate. So as well as having private lenders to fund different projects, mm. we do that as well. It was more about yeah. the syndicate side of things why we had all of our agents. It, yeah, okay, makes sense. Because I've got a, a couple of friends um, that uh, started out as mortgage brokers. Uh, and then they obviously started investing uh, themselves. And then over time, a couple of my buddies have now started uh, like their own investing, not course, but like they'll take particular clients that they work with that they know do investing and they'll help with the funding and also kind of cooperate in the investment property themselves. So I just wasn't sure. I'm not in that space as much as you, but that's great that you're offering that service um, to your clients. So what kind of other, what sets you apart from other brokerages? Other brokerages? Well, mainly it's the specialization in the commercial yeah, investment. Yeah, not everybody's doing that at all. No, definitely not. And uh, it's retail plazas too. Everyone talks about how retail's dying because of all the online shopping and everything yeah. like that. Well, Square One's still there, Yorkdale's still there, Sherway's still there, and they're all owned by pension funds, right? Ontario Te Teachers Pension Fund or OMERS. Um, everybody that's paying back their customers or clientele their pensioners yeah. in the future, right? They're paying into it now. But that equity, right, of that plaza is the big one that's going on. What we do is we buy small neighborhood community plazas, which no yeah. big box stores, yeah. right? Where you get your haircut, go to the bank, grocery store, stuff like that. They're never gonna go anywhere. Right. right? We're always gonna need these little one off shops and stuff. But um with uh the investment side there and the commercial side, the yeah. biggest difference is the power is now all in the lease and it has nothing to do with the Residential Tenancies right. Act. So the biggest one that people understand the most because they hear about the horror stories in residential is tenants uh, not paying rent, right? That's the biggest fear. They yeah. have a second property and yeah. now my tenant's not paying rent and I have to pay all these months' rent because it takes me six to ten months mm -hmm. to get a, a tenant out yeah. and that's considered quick. Yeah. With the commercial side of things, if a tenant's not paying rent, 17 days later, Bye. see you later. Doors, see right? you later. Keep everything yeah. inside. Yeah, and you, that's a that's a huge problem because Niagara is like blowing up right now in terms of investment. Obviously, you know, getting in a couple of years ago was a, a better idea than getting in now. But at the same time, we've got we, we've got a lot of first time investors that are coming in from Toronto, Markham, um, you know, that kind of sphere, and this is you know potentially their first investment. And they're buying in towns like Fort Erie, um, you know, Pork Holver, things like that, where a lot of the people who are deciding, or maybe not decided, but life has decided for them, where that they're going to rent, they don't have the best credit. And they don't have, you know, the best uh, 
history, uh, let's say, in terms of renting or maybe references or maybe they don't have a job. And what I'm finding, and I'm working with a lot of clients that are refusing so many tenants because of those things. And I'm like, well, now you're holding on to an investment, uh, a new construction, let's say, that has just closed and you're, you've just paid all this money up front, you know, and then HST, we'll talk about that later. Um, and, and they're letting the property sit on, uh, unoccupied because, and they're losing money every month because they're so scared that the tenants aren't going to be paying their rent. So they're trying to find these perfect candidates, right? And you don't have that in commercial. I mean, you still want to find the perfect candidates 100%, right? But I mean, at the same time, as you mentioned, kick them out. Yep. We still have vacancies and that's a part of business. Right? Um, what I tell anybody investing in the residential space about looking for a tenant is it's better to have a month or two of vacancy fees at the beginning and select a great tenant right. rather than months of fees and payments that you're not getting to get them out at the end. Right. Um, you know, it's like when you hire somebody, it's the same thing. It's a job interview. You want to yep. meet them face to face. Everybody process. has a story, right? Um, one third of Canadians actually pay rent, which uh, is a number, <laughs> right? That's scary to it's, think about. It's crazy. crazy so that means one out of three people, right, pay rent. And we, we don't, it can't be everyone is a bad tenant. I rented yeah. for, oh, uh, eight years of my life before we bought our first house years ago. Um, I didn't destroy anything. I paid all my bills on time, right? There are good tenants out there. Yeah. And at that time when I was in college, right, it's still, they tell a story, right? Everyone has a story. Um, we had put tenants up in um, a townhouse where it was a lady coming from uh, a separation with yep. two kids, had no money, uh, wasn't working when they were in the relationship because the husband made all the money. And... Long story short, we looked at her, we looked at that, and we got her father to be involved in it and brought it in. And they've been there in the property now for over two years, never missed never, a payment. Never, never had, had a problem. problem. Yeah. And, and no. we took her on without having a job. Yeah. But her father had money and he signed and said, don't mm -hmm. worry, everything's going to be okay. Making sure Beautiful. obviously that his daughter and grandkids mm -hmm. were going to be looked after. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, you know what? We got to take a short break, but we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit benjaminlaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. Are you retiring smart? Make your home's equity work for you. With your home's equity and our 30 years of experience, the Retire Smart Properties team can help you achieve the quality of life you've always wanted. Our services are 360 degrees. We'll give you advice, take care of staging and selling, and help you find the perfect home and community to transition to. It's time to enjoy the retirement lifestyle you deserve. Visit our website today to learn how you can use your home to retire comfortably. The Retire Smart Properties Team, powered by Remax West. Okay, we're back. Thanks, guys, for sticking with us. Um, now, Kevin, when we were we were talking about selecting tenants, and you know. Um, the differences between commercial investing. But what I wanted to just ask you, so let, let's let say 
maybe this might be a tough one because you don't want to give advice to everybody. Everybody's different. But so let's just say for me, I'm a realtor. Okay. So let's just say I've been stashing 20% of my check, uh, six months, a year go by. I've now saved up 50, 70, hundred grand. And you know, everybody that I'm talking to says, well, you know, just put that down a, a large down payment on a, on a income producing property. Um, but all my buddies are saying, no, no, just get, get a Airbnb or get a rental. Um, but you know, maybe talking with somebody like you, I've w decided that I want to get into the commercial space. Like, where do I start? Hmm. Uh, well, Should every, we every, crowdfund kind of thing or get partner up with somebody or what joint ventures is, is a very popular way for people joint to get venture. in, uh, to commercial. Cause again, it's much more expensive right. to buy a plaza than it is to buy a house. Of course, right? that's right. Um, but then at the same time, if you were to buy a, a multifamily apartment building, whether it be a four-story or whatever, something yeah. like that, or, or any kind of thing, you're still a commercial purchase there, but you're under the Residential Tenancies Act. Right. There's still millions of dollars to buy some of them, right? Or, or a lot more expensive than any one house. Right. So people joint venture on something like that, whether they need... And then again, like you said, everyone's different. Right. What your tax bracket is, uh, what your financial plan is, what you're trying to do. So uh, as one of the biggest things that we do is we consult, we talk to our people, figure out what they want to do and figure out, because everyone's different, yeah. right? We all have a different threshold for pain. Uh, there are people that want to be a residential landlord. And mm. I'm not saying that commercial is the be all and end all. I'm right. saying that it's a more passive investment. So if you, an investment's supposed to work for you. Your money's supposed to make you money. Yeah. It's not supposed to cause you more stress, more headache, or anything like that. Where in the residential world, it is. You, you like get that a little stuff. bit more. Unless you have multiple properties and you have a property manager or whatever you go that way, mm -hmm. it's work for you. Where in the commercial side, the property manager is paid for by the tenants. It's yep. all taken care of, and you just collect your check and your review as you go. Yeah. But to get back to the original question, joint venture is the best way for people to get right. in. And there are plazas that you can buy that are very reasonably priced depending on where and what it is and mm -hmm. further out obviously from the GTA yeah. or any major city. But you know, what we look at for our investor group is four units or more. Yep. And the reason we want at least four units is again because of vacancy. Yep. We never want to have, a, if you have one house, one tenant, they're yeah. gone. You're, and they're gone, there's no vacant. money coming in at all. Exactly, right. at least if we have one tenant that is was unlucky with their business or has maybe been so successful they moved on to a better spot yep. or whatever, uh, you're going to have time to fill that unit, but then you're going to do renovations and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's a cost of the business, right? Mm. It's like anything, it's it's just going to be factored in to everything. Yep. Tenants pay for all of that. Um, in a residential scenario, again, the tenants pay for everything, or the, uh, the landlords pay for the dishwasher, yeah. the fridge, every yeah. appliance that is needed to run the house. In a commercial space, the landlord pays for nothing. Mm -hmm. The tenant pays for everything. Any improvement, any electrical, um, it, taxes, maintenance, and insurance are all paid for by the tenant. It's wow. called TMI, yep. um, it, depending on how the lease is written. But most are written, including yeah. TMI, where in a residential space, all of that is have to pay for by the landlord mm -hmm. as well. So more power that way. Right. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. And um, so when you say you help uh, consult with your clients. Uh, can you walk me through that? I mean, like, is that like, and for example, it's we in Niagara Falls, we've got some really amazing areas that if you can get in there, you know, you've got the Tim Hortons, the LA Fitnesses, the Starbucks, yada, yada, the Home Deals. But then you've got a lot of actual, of outlying uh, plazas that for some reason always, they might have one like 
anchor tenant or they might have like one shop that does really well but others they cannot hold tenants in them so is that something you kind of walk your clients through like do you do the research like we work with a property management company yep. called Armadale. They've been in business for over 30 years. Yeah. Uh, their head lady there walks us through and takes care of all of our stuff, of all the experience that they have over their 30 years to make sure we're doing everything. Yep. She takes care of leasing on our behalf as well. Oh, great. Um, yeah, that's her specialty and her expertise. She knows everything she needs to know with the lease, everything like that. Uh, so we rely on a lot of their expertise mm -hmm. with our investors to guide them. Yeah. What, we, what we're consulting with is who the investor is and what they want. Um, there are investors out there that just want to have okay. one extra house so they can retire in this condo. There are investors that have kids that are leaving the house soon, so they buy a pre-construction condo because maybe in five years they want to move into it. Or right. in five years they're not ready to move into it, so now they rent it out, but they don't right. know. But it was still a, a plan ahead. Uh, people like to flip houses, uh, and so then it's explained to them about the margin or how they want to do it mm -hmm. there. The long-term residential, uh, long-term residential purchase, like a resale home yep. as a rental. Um, there's ways to do that so that you can have an appreciation built in, kind of like a flip to yourself, is how we explain yep. it to people, mm. so that you're renovating, taking the money back out, and then renting it out at a premium as well. Mm. You don't have to pay any realtor fees or anything like that. Right. It's just it's a uh, a refinance, right? Yeah. So yeah. you understand what I'm saying? You yep. get that cash money tax free, yeah. and the tenant continues to pay off the entire mortgage. Yeah. So it's, you know, there there are people out there that want to have several properties, and they want to manage them all themselves, mm -hmm. right? Like whoever the investor is, we want them to do what they want to do, yeah. the best possible, most profitable way. Right. And uh, you're not just I just you're based out of where? We're in Oakville. Oakville. Yeah. Uh, our office is in Oakville. But uh, when it comes, I find when it comes to the investment sector, um, it's mo like as long as you know what you're doing from like a paper standpoint, you could basically replicate your client's needs in any market, right? Like London, math. Niagara, right? It's yeah, math, it's right? Math. Is it red or is it black? Am I making money? Am I yeah. losing money? Whatever. If we'll use residential again because that's the most common people to understand. You're buying a house wherever. You're yeah. not living in it. Right. So it doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter if you like the neighborhood or if it's too far from your work or you would never live in it. Yeah. There is going to be somebody that wants to live in that house for whatever Absolutely. reason. And that's who you want to cater to. Mm -hmm. Tenants don't need granite countertops, but they yeah. like nice, new, clean places. Something clean, right? So yeah. you just want it clean and looking presentable. And you'll get a nice rent. But yeah, whatever area it is, mm. whatever you're trying to do, if you're looking to get into an area that's going to appreciate... Or if, like you said, if you're looking to find the area with the LA Fitness, yeah. the Starbucks, the Tim Hortons, the Shoppers Drug Marts, who have done all their marketing yeah. and research to figure out where they should put their stores, those areas are going to be uh, well-incomed areas that are going to yeah. produce and appreciate over time. So yeah, it makes sense to be buying there. Of course. And like I, what I find, um, you know, as we run a, I help run a, a, a group on Facebook called Real, uh, Real Estate Hacks, almost, I think, 17,000, 18,000 members now. Uh, and, and it's funny because we, as residential realtors, always refer out, right? Because we think about, they know the, indi they, they know the market better than we would, which, which is great. And I refer out all the time, all the time. But when it comes to commercial, or I'm actually partnering up, um, I don't know if I can actually say the company's name um, on air, but a, a cannabis consulting company who they use me specifically to find them investment farms. And we look all over Ontario. 
right? And I think that it's um, what people need to understand is that when you're working with a consulting company um, or a company like yours, it's important to know that, you know, they're really looking out for you in terms of an investment standpoint and they can look anywhere. You know, as long as the math works, they can they can really look anywhere. Yeah, it's exactly it. It's, there's no emotional tie yeah. to an investment, or there shouldn't be. Right, right? of course. Sometimes yeah. there is because, mm-hmm. oh, maybe my kids are going to go to school here. I've heard people say, oh, I want to buy a pre-construction condo here because my kids are going to go to University of Western, let's say, and they want to yeah. buy in London. And then their kids don't end up going to Western. Yeah. But still kids a great investment property, right? Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. All right, so... Um... And I might have a place for cannabis, by the way. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll talk after yeah. the show. Um, so what kind of things, I mean, so are you attracted, you're, you're working with basically any type of investor, right? Residential, you're not. Yeah, our team will, will take any new investor that's just getting started uh, all the way to someone that wants to grow what they have existing or try something new or, like I said, even maybe sell off the residential to get into some mm-hmm. commercial. Uh, we talk to people all the time about making a change or seeing what's better for their lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Cause I know like, ugh, I know I need a lot of help when it comes to where, what should I do with my money? Where should I put it? And, uh, you know, breaking down my goals, what do I want out of this particular investment? And maybe when we come back, cause I, I know there's, you know, a lot of people that I know like to invest in stocks as well. And maybe we can talk about the differences. Um, when we come back, we'll take a short break again. Thanks. With so many newspapers within the community, it's sometimes hard to tell what separates us from the rest. Most of the time, they all brag about the same thing. You know, the large circulations, tons of online views, and it can go on and on. But what really separates the Toronto Caribbean newspaper apart from everybody else? Well, it's simple. Our service. No, seriously. Hi, I'm Grant Browning, founder and CEO of the Toronto Caribbean newspaper. I have over 20 years of branding and marketing experience and I've worked with countless companies and corporations to do one thing, and that is to raise their profits with their brand. With over 40 years of combined experience in branding and marketing, our amazing staff is fully prepared to sit down and figure out exactly what you need to stand out from your competitors. The reason why you don't see that anymore is because... The ad is too powerful, when too much people. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll be happy to help. My name is Trish Curling, and I am an online coach, personal trainer, and yoga teacher and your new host of Shaping Life, which is all about understanding that we have the ability and the control to take charge of our health and wellness. But we can't do it alone, and I can't wait to sit down with the best in the industry. Please tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. live here on the TCN Network. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, before we ended the break, we were talking about, um, you know, differences between, well, we were about to talk about uh, the differences between the stock market and, and uh, investing in real estate, something that I don't know a lot of, but, you know, like the, what came out a couple of years ago with, uh, they've got like, 
I forget what you call it, but there's a whole bunch of companies. I'll get phone calls, and they're like, oh, we just need $1,000, and we can, you know, we'll work around the clock to invest it in penny stocks and stuff like that. I'm like, come on, you know, and they're all becoming like Instagram influencers and stuff like that, trying to, you know, get your 1000 bucks and put it here, put it there, put it there. But um, so what? what's kind of the, like, what do you see? Uh, what do you like to invest in? What's the differences? Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. I'm biased. Uh, yeah. I believe real estate is the best investment in the world. Same here. I, yeah. um, but I, I, I'll let you, as I was mentioning to you off air, we're doing a, a talk right now, stock market yeah. versus real estate, which is the better investment. Yeah. Uh, and I'm doing it with a colleague of mine from Edward Jones, and he's obviously the uh, stock, stock guy. public guy <laughs> yeah. that understands everything there. Uh, I know a little bit. I'm not a professional in that. I'll speak a little bit about that, um, but more about real estate. It's tangible. You can hold it. I, I know mm -hmm. what it's doing. Where um, the stock market, I don't understand it. Yep. Personally, I don't. Um, I, I know that I've seen colleagues lose $60,000 in a weekend in the stock market on something, yep. but that's obviously because they were doing something that most yep. normal people wouldn't. Right, they're they're risking something or, or doing something unorthodox, probably to lose that much money that quickly. I'm assuming. Yep. But uh, what uh, what I've learned through our talk on the stock market side is that the best way to invest in stocks is through dividends, right? Mm -hmm. As companies right. that are paying you dividends, which is basically equity, yeah. which is what real estate is. We're buying equity. Mm -hmm. That's what we're appreciating, and an equity is the best investment. Um, time and time, and at the end of our talk, the winner of the conversation is basically diversity. Yeah. You want to have a little bit of both, right? right? You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, as they say. Mm -hmm. But it's having an advisor on that side that you can work with and trust because, again, we're all different. Savings, uh, Tax-free savings accounts a good thing to do. I know you have a little guy, so an RESP, yep. we do that for our daughter so that there's money in there for something as well later on down the road. We do a little yeah. bit of stocks. Um, but, again, from my colleague's advice, it's buying stuff with dividends. Right. Said just continue to buy something small here and there, little mm -hmm. bit by little bit, because with stocks, you don't need a lot of money, right? You right. could buy one share of TD, I think right now, is $100, dollars. Yeah. right? So there you go. You need $100 and you bought a t share in TD. TD is the yeah. best bank in Canada. Uh, it's the biggest in North America. Yeah. It's a great share to buy, right? It's always going to be improving. They call them blue chip stocks, right? Yeah, the better ones. Yeah. So if you did something like that, one time you only need 100 bucks. But to buy real estate as an investment... You know, to buy a second house, you're looking at at least 20% down. So yep. you're somewhere sixty to $120,000, depending on where you buy right. on the yep. price range. Um, that's a lot of money for people to come up with. Not Absolutely. everybody has that. Where yeah. everybody has $100 if they choose to invest in the stock market. So right. that one is easier for people to get involved in. Yep. Um, but real estate is one over time. There's a reason why everybody buys rental properties because mm -hmm. they know what this is going to do for them, right? Um, yep. It's, but again, I'm biased. Right. So real estate is definitely the best one, but it comes down to different things too. Cash flow, right? You, yeah. You, you're not getting any cash out of stocks. Um, with real estate, you're going to get some cash on a monthly basis. Again, depending on a lot of different variables in yep. the residential world, sometimes you get nothing. You're just breaking even. But breaking it's, even. It's on pure appreciation that you right. bought that property because you know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're not spending any money, you're making money through appreciation. Yeah. Uh, I always say appreciation is speculation. We don't know yep. what's going to happen, so I like cash flow. I, cash yep. is king. Um, we have a, an opportunity right now in a joint venture situation in uh, Durham region to buy a small five-unit plaza where $160,000, a small investment of $160,000, right. Right? <laughs> right? Well, hey, well, one twenty to get a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that one sixty dollars will uh, pay you $900 a month.
Mm -hmm. So almost $11,000 a year, you're going to make in cash flow off that $160,000 investment. Now, again, that's equity. Right. Equity in that plaza. So even though you're only making, and I'm saying only $900 a month, that's the start. Yeah. As time goes on, rent is built, rent increases, increases. are built into yeah. your uh, uh, agreement leases. in yep. commercial. So your seven years, 10 years, whatever it is, there's going to be rental increases along the way that are going to allow you to make more money. Um, different things are going to happen throughout mm -hmm. time where you're going to make more money. You're going to be able to charge different things here and there. Anyways, yep. that 900 won't be 900 in three years a month. Right. It's going to continue to go up because you have equity of ownership. Mm -hmm. Our biggest competitor with what we talk about and what we do is a REIT or a fund. Right. Uh, and right. with those, you can use registered funds. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, you let's say you give them $100,000. You then get 7%, right? So you're right. going to get $7,000 every year that your money is invested mm -hmm. with them. But you're only ever going to get seven thousand. You're never going to get more than that. Right. Right. Where that's seven percent of your money. What we start with when we purchase, we look at at least a five and a half cap rate, which is five and a half yeah. interest rate. That five and a half is to start, but it's going to get to seven. Then it's going to get mm -hmm. to nine. Right. And over time, it's just going to continue to grow and yeah. make more money. And that's just from paying down the sales price, or so it's you know it's the tenants paying rent. Oh, right. Shit. That's where you're okay. making all that money. So there's different ways again to, to purchase anything. We can use a bank or any lender and mortgage mm. the property. Um, if we can put together enough people in a group, a joint venture, to buy the property outright, outright. Yeah. why not take the bank's money for yourself? Keep it in your pocket. Right. Right. Absolutely. So that's more money for the investor. And then over time again, rent is increasing and you don't have any bills going out because your taxes, your maintenance, and your insurance are all paid for by the tenants. Wow. So Almost every bill you have as a landlord is a flow through of the tenants. You mm. just pay the bill and then write them a bill. Right. Right. It's, so you have to put it out, but then you get it right back. Right. Some will do it at the end of the year. Some will do it on a monthly basis. Some do it immediately. Speaking about putting out and getting back, um, I think we were talking before we even started about the HST and how much money people leave on the table. Um, maybe you can speak to about it, you know, better than I am. But when you purchase, you know, a new construction property, um, you've got to pay HST on that. Yes, right? uh, if it's if you're using if, it as an investment, you, right? Sorry, if you're using it as an investment. So, and you're saying like a lot of this astounding numbers to me, but a lot of people are leaving that money on the table just because they, don't, they know. don't know. Yeah, wow. uh, you don't know what you don't know, right? Um, True. Yeah. <laughs> I had a conversation with my one of my lenders. He works for TD. He bought pre-construction. Uh, years ago, yep, four years ago, and uh, his lawyer told him about the HST that he had to pay, and he didn't know anything else. But the lawyer told him he had to pay it, so he paid it. He didn't know anything about it. The lawyer didn't tell him about a rebate or nothing. Yeah. Fast forward now to we had lunch six months ago, and we this is when we were talking about this, and he told me about this experience, and I said, "You didn't claim your HST back?" And he goes, "No, the lawyer told me I had to pay the thirty yeah. something thousand." And I go, yeah, you do have to pay it, but there's a way to get it back. Uh, our government's weird that way. They take our money and then say, we'll they give it wait, back wait to you. They wait for you to, yeah, to figure it out. Yeah. yeah, you have to ask for it, and you have to do it properly. Um, there's a gentleman that we work with uh, from Rental Rebate, wow. HST Rental Rebate. Uh, his name's Mark Purdy. He's gotten many of my clients help along the way, whether it's delayed closing money or, again, this HST rebate. So he gets their money back for them in full. It takes 60 to 90 days. Yep. But basically... The HST is paid by the builder right. if you're moving in as a primary resident. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be an investor and rent it out, they make you pay the HST. 
Yeah. But the government says, hey, you're doing something great for our, our economy. We want to give you that money, money back, back for renting it out. Yep. But again, you have to ask for it. So the astonishing number that you were mentioning that I told you earlier was in 2016, the Canadian government made $6.2 million off unclaimed HST. Wow, that's crazy. Right? That's a lot of condos. Canada or Ontario? Canada. Canada. So the Canadian yeah, government. Canada. Yeah. But most of the buildings are happening in Ontario. Right. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yep. Toronto has the most cranes in the sky than any than city, any in, city the in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. The national bird of Toronto is the crane. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But you know what? Oh, man, that's so crazy. And just to think about, God, man, like I'm not saying like every realtor shouldn't, but they should have known that, right? To put that in their head, no? Or? Uh, sure. But again, people. Uh, so pre-construction is different than anything else, right? Yeah, when different... we when you sell a, a residential house or any realtor sells a residential house, the agreement of purchase and sale is about seven pages long. Maybe eight if there's two pages of Schedule A, right? Yeah. When you buy a pre-construction unit, you're looking at like 200 pages. Yeah. They're thick, right? Yeah. 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 And everything in there is to protect the builder. Nothing's Not, there yeah. to protect you. Right. Um, you go see your lawyer. And if a lawyer is charging you $1,200 to read seven pages and make sure your residential agreement's going good, and then they're charging you $1,200 to read 230 yeah. pages, you think they're reading all those pages? Yeah, for sure. And if they don't know all the rules, because they can't, yep. right? They're not skimming everything. They're going to miss things. Like, we have a lawyer that is a pre-construction uh, specialist. He is an investor with us as well. Uh, he does all of our pre-construction yep. deals because he knows what to look for. He knows what he's going to get, and he has to deal with the realtor, or the lawyer, sorry, from the builder's side mm -hmm. as well to make sure everything's agreed upon and that right. we're all protected. But yeah, that whole 230 pages is to protect the builder. Nothing is there to protect the buyer. Right. We have to protect ourselves. But realtors don't know, and no one knows, so if they don't know, that doesn't get shared. Yep. But a buyer will go into a sales center, right? Yeah. And they'll either buy from them right away, which mm -hmm. is similar to going into an open house and buying from that yep. realtor, because the realtor is working for their seller of that home. How are they going to do the very best for you, right? Yep. In yep. that same situation, the builder has to tell you the truth. Yeah. They can't lie to you. Yeah. They tell you that, oh, you're an investor, you have to pay the HST. Yep. But they don't have they to don't tell have you, about, to the tell you about the rebate. All right, we're going to take our last break for the day, and uh, we'll catch you soon. Are you retiring smart? Make your home's equity work for you. With your home's equity and our 30 years of experience, the Retire Smart Properties team can help you achieve the quality of life you've always wanted. Our services are 360 degrees. We'll give you advice, take care of staging and selling, and help you find the perfect home and community to transition to. It's time to enjoy the retirement lifestyle you deserve. Visit our website today to learn how you can use your home to retire comfortably. The Retire Smart Properties Team, powered by Remax West. My name is Trish Curling, and I am an online coach, personal trainer, and yoga teacher, and your new host of Shaping Life, which is all about understanding that we have the ability and the control to take charge of our health and wellness. But we can't do it alone, and I can't wait to sit down with the best in the industry. Please tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. live here on the TCN Network.
Okay, we're back. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. We're into our last leg of the show, uh, so we really appreciate you tuning in. Um, off air, we were talking um, about, you know, different ways you can invest in the commercial uh, space. And, you know, we, we always think about flipping houses, you know, buying something, you know, at market value or under because it's really hard to get anything under market value anymore. Even power sales just encourage multiple offers and everything like that. So, um, you know, we, we find a property, we put some money into it, and we flip the house, you know, take our cash, put it into the next one or whatever. But uh, Kevin and I were talking about, so you actually work with investors who do that on a much larger scale. Yeah, we have a, a guy who flips plazas. Wow, that's uh, crazy. He buys rundown places that uh, I mean, it makes sense. he knows he can turn around, and then he puts in quality tenants, renovates them to their needs so that they're getting everything built they want. Built a suit or what do you call it? Yeah, that? built a suit. Yeah. Um, and again, that is either worked out where the tenant pays it in their rent yeah. or the tenant pays it up front with the way uh, he does everything because he's flipping it. He pays for all the renovations. He renovates it, it to their liking, how they want it, and then he just charges yeah. them a premium in rent. Now, so, sure but the, ex money. what about, like, would you go and do something with the exterior maybe too? Or? Uh, yeah, depending on what it is, for yeah. sure. Facade, changing things over, making it look pretty. Yeah. Uh, definitely. But uh, it's about getting the tenants in there so that he can then turn around and sell it to somebody else. Because then someone like us comes along or anybody that's looking to buy something that's income producing. Yeah. And now it's already running. Right. Right. There's no tenants to get in. There's no renovations that are going to need to be done anytime soon because everything's just been done top notch. Um, and you go from there. But, the cash flow and producing opportunities, right? In the commercial space, they're few and far between. Yeah. We all look for any good deal. Even in residential space, like you mentioned, it's hard to get anything under market value yeah. anymore. Everybody looks for the deal. What it is is getting a good, solid property yeah. that's going to do what you want it to do. Uh, real estate is not a get-rich-quick. Right, it's absolutely. It's a get-wealthy-slow. Uh, it's about doing things properly. It's about not timing the market. It's about time in the market. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter... When residential was skyrocketing two years ago, investors yeah. were still buying. Of course. Because Absolutely. they found a good property. Yeah. There were also investors that knew that when it went down, that was another good time to buy. Right. So it's again, it's time in the market. It's mm -hmm. what you're going to be able to get. So with a commercial plaza, again, because they are fewer and far between than picking up any house, sometimes you're buying something at a premium knowing that it's going to come back later on or else you couldn't acquire it. Right. Um, so what, what do you think... So, as somebody from a flip standpoint, what do you think um, is is you know some of the biggest criteria that they're looking for in a plaza to flip? If you're going to flip a plaza, um, I get the area. What is in it? Location, right? location. Yeah, uh, what's going on with it? So, the ones he's done are in smaller communities, mm -hmm. Lindsay, Ontario, Sudbury, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, just outside Ajax and Durham region, um, but he takes little small strip plazas that are. Uh, anywhere again from five to ten units and yep. does it little bit by little bit sometimes right you might have one tenant that you can move over and do things so every project is different mm -hmm. right uh, with commercial we always look at highest and best use right uh, with a house a house is always going to be a house sometimes you can turn a house into a duplex yeah now it's making you more money but that's as far as you can go right uh, on a commercial property we can add a floor, whether it be residential or commercial above. Mm -hmm. We can add on to the building another store. Uh, I'm sure you've seen where they put a standalone building because they have a huge parking lot. Right. 
Uh, if you're familiar with Sherwood Gardens, they built two condos in their parking lot. Yeah. That made them a lot of money. Wow. Um, the other thing is sometimes you demolish an uh, old plaza. Just, yeah. And rebuild. then you build up and you're then everything now we're building is retail on the bottom, mm. mixed use, right? Retail right. on the bottom and residential above. Yep. It's yep. condensing everything, keeping everything closer because uh, we can't build more land and all we can do is go up. Right. So they're keeping everything. What about up. like adding a drive-through? Do you think does that bring any any more attention to a plaza? If you had a, a store in there that needed yeah. it, for example, but like a Tim Hortons would definitely need a drive-through. Right, yeah. It would drive more traffic to that plaza. Because it's interesting when I was taking my commercial course, we're all like, "Oh my God, Walmart's coming to the new mall," uh, or well, not Penn Center's not a new mall, but you know, Walmart's coming, and it was a big debate. Well, do those types of very diverse stores hurt. A, a mall, or do they attract more more uh, customers? Because a store like Walmart has everything you need, right? So you don't necessarily need to go into the mall after that. And you think maybe a, a drive-through might be the same, where it's attracting more traffic, but not necessarily the traffic you want. I guess that's really hard yeah. to kind of evaluate. Tenant mix yeah. uh, is huge, right? You want to see people that are complementing one another. Right. Uh, you definitely don't want to have uh, combatants or uh, competitors in the marketplace in the same place. Right. It makes it tough for either one. And as a plaza owner, you want the businesses to flourish, survive, right. and prosper, right? You want nothing more for them to do great, so you can charge them more rent. Right, yeah. absolutely. Right. Um, so you want them to succeed. Mm -hmm. So you want to do the best for them. Uh, and that's a lot about who's in there and who complements one another. Right. But yeah, yeah a drive-through, it depends what goes with it, I guess. Right. Because right? you're right. If it, it is a Tim Hortons, cars perfect. to go through. But then if it's bringing more cars to come through that drive-through and now a car pulls in and it doesn't want to go through that big line, yeah. now they stop their car, they go into Tim Hortons, and maybe they come out and they go into the convenience store next door. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe not all the time does it, right? But it definitely yeah. would bring a store that demands a drive-through is a premium tenant. Right. Right? Normally a That's national brand, say. something that you want that you know is not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, Walmart would be great to have. LCBO, beer store, yeah. shoppers, right? Any yeah. of these things. Burger King. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? Right. Gino's Pizza. <laughs> Anything like they're this. everywhere, Ranch, though. Right? Yeah. Exactly. They're gonna fit into a little neighborhood plaza. Yeah, that's what I like about Gino's side topic. But it's like you, it looks like a you know a neighborhood pizza joint. It doesn't look like a you know a big established uh, franchise. But so I, we're you brought this up, and I'm we're seeing it a lot now, like a lot of mixed use developments where you're seeing condos, townhomes grocery stores, restaurants, um, is, and you're saying that's something that, you know, you've witnessed people add to an existing development. But, like, I mean, what do you think of those kind of developments? Oh, I think that's where it's going. Where it's I mean, going, right? Everywhere. Sure, yeah. Because in Niagara Falls, in Font Hill, we've got this uh, development called the Yards, uh, which Rebel is actually representing. But it's the first time that I've seen anything like it. Uh, you see it in Mississauga and things like that, but it's, you know, from an investment standpoint, as you're pointing out, you've got everything. You've got the residential, the commercial, and, you know, the retail, which is great. So, all right, we're about to close off on the show. Uh, this is the, you know, the time where you do a little bit of plug. Yeah. So let everybody know where they can find you. Let them know kind of what your services you're offering and, uh, you know, maybe if you have any social media handles that you want to put out there. Yeah, sure. Um, so, the company is Cressy, or right? So C R E S I dot C A is the website. Uh, Kevin at Cressy dot C A is the best email to reach me at. Uh, our office phone number is 647 476 7070. And you can reach us there. But 
we're we're looking to talk to any investor that's looking to get started, yeah, get and grow or anything. One of the things I always tell a new investor is, um, if someone picked you up and put you into a big black room, you'd be terrified if they told you where to get the light switch, where to start, how to go, what to do. Right. But if you're put into that same situation and a voice came over the loudspeaker and said, "Okay, turn to your right, 90 degrees, take three steps." <laughs> Now turn to your left, take 10 steps, and there's the light switch. Yeah. All the fear of the unknown has been removed because you had someone that's done it right. many times before guide you step by step to get you to your end result. Right. Um, same thing like a coach in sports or anything like that. You right. learn from people that have done it before. So we take the fear of the unknown and uh, allow people to do what it is they want to do with investments. If yep. it's free time they're looking for, if it's cash flow, if it's more money, if it's a retirement plan. Whatever it is, we want to help you get the life that you desire through investing right. in real estate. And you're working on some interesting stuff too. I mean, I think you were telling yeah. me you're working on like an online kind of trainer. Yeah. So we written, yeah we uh, we wrote a couple of courses, education courses to teach people that we were doing in person. Uh, we're getting them on video, so they will be on our website coming up down the road. Uh, when that all happens, I'm hoping by the end of the year to have yep. everything up and well, running. It's a big undertaking. Oh, Huge. Uh, yeah. But video is the way of the future, right? Yep. You, people can sit in their home now and learn from what we want mm -hmm. to share. And from there, they'll be able to make the next step, right? Once you're yeah. educated and you understand a little bit more, you're easier to make a decision to do something you've never done before. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Kevin, my man, hey. appreciate it. After all this time talking online, it's great to finally meet you in person. And, uh, you know, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we're back, and we're getting back into our normal scheduling. Uh, so thank you very much. Uh, I couldn't do it without you, and I certainly wouldn't want to. So I will see you soon. Thanks. Yeah, thanks so much for having me.